You're listening to Wikisleep Podcast, a podcast designed to help you relax and unwind through calm, quiet storytelling. I'm your host, Hadrian Sala. Before we get started, I wanted to tell you that we are currently building an app for Wikisleep. The app will have all the great podcast content here, plus so much more. As I'm doing this, I would love to hear from you about the kind of stories you love, any ideas for new stories or content, or any general feedback at all. You can reach me at wikisleeppodcast.com. As we begin, I'd like to start by taking a few slow, deep breaths. But I know not everyone likes to do this part. If you'd rather jump straight to the story, just skip ahead about 90 seconds. But remember, deep breathing has an amazing calming effect, helping reduce stress and anxiety and allowing you to relax a little. To do this, simply breathe out all the way, emptying your lungs and abdomen completely. Then, using a count of eight, breathe in slowly and fully, filling all the way back up again. At the top of your breath, pause for a count of four before breathing out slowly over another count of eight and emptying again completely. Pause at the bottom of your breath for another count of four, then repeat the process as many times as you like, as often as you like. Deep breathing is a great way to get grounded, whether you're at work, in a stressful situation, or just settling down to listen to a story like this. Today's story, Catherine the Great. Catherine the Great was Empress of Russia from 1762 until 1796 and was the country's longest ruling female leader. She came to power following a coup that overthrew her husband, Peter III. Under her reign, Russia grew larger its culture was revitalized, and it was recognized as one of the great powers of Europe. Catherine was born in Stettin, Pomerania, Kingdom of Prussia, with the birth name of Princess Sophie. Her father, Christian August, belonged to the ruling German family 
of Anhalt. At the time of his daughter's birth, he held the rank of a Prussian general in his capacity as governor of the city of Stettin. In accordance with the custom then prevailing in the ruling dynasties of Germany, Princess Sophie received her education chiefly from a French governess and from tutors. More than 300 sovereign entities of the Holy Roman Empire, many of them quite small and powerless, made for a highly competitive political system. And the various princely families fought for advantage over each other, often via political marriages. And although Sophie was born a princess, her family had very little money. Her rise to power was supported by her mother Joanna's wealthy relatives, who were both nobles and royal relations. The young princess was groomed throughout her childhood to be the wife of some powerful ruler in order to improve the position of the reigning house of Anault. Besides her native German, Sophie became fluent in French, the lingua franca of European elites in the 18th century. Sophie first met her future husband, Peter, who was also her cousin, at the age of 10. Based on her writings, she found him detestable upon meeting him. She disliked his pale complexion and his fondness for alcohol at such a young age. Peter also still played with toy soldiers. She later wrote that she stayed at one end of the castle and Peter at the other. The choice of Princess Sophie as wife for the future Tsar was the result of the Lepukina conspiracy in which Count Lestock and Prussian King Frederick the Great took an active part. The object was to strengthen the friendship between Prussia and Russia, to weaken the influence of Austria, and to ruin the Chancellor, Aleski Petrovich, on whom Russian Empress Elizabeth relied, and who was known as a partisan of the Austrian alliance.